Bailey Zappi was one of the best quarterbacks in the country last year in terms of success on the field and production. He is now being considered as a FCS preseason All-American by Hero Sports. Extremely talented player. Last season, he threw for 3,811 yards and 35 touchdowns. Big numbers for Zappi. We had the wonderful opportunity to have him on this week's show. This is the FCS Football Podcast presented to you by the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Joe DeLeon, and Sean was the one who had the opportunity to talk with Zappi and get to hear his thoughts on some of the issues facing the season, as well as how he approaches his style of play for the quarterback position. Like we're going to be trying to do for every single position group, we're going to get you one to two interviews for as many position groups as we possibly can for our quarterbacks this week. Bailey Zappi is our guy. And now, everybody, we have a treat for you. Featured on the Believe in FCS Football podcast, uh, one of the quarterbacks on our top 10 list uh, for this upcoming 2020 football season. I'm joined here with uh, Houston Baptist quarterback Bailey Zappi. You can follow him on Twitter at BaileyZappi04. Now, Bailey, when I listen to these interviews that are conducted with players and on the radio and stuff like that. The hosts always get into that boring minutia, uh, which I'll eventually get into, you know, where do you think the season's going to start? Uh, are you excited for it? Who, you know, who's the best competition? No, no, no. Uh, I, I'm thinking we start this one off with a bit of positivity and you're a player with a lot of positives and you've got all these analysts tracking you with positives now, you yourself, what's what's your favorite part of your game? Um, honestly, I think my favorite part of my game is, um, you know, just understanding the game, I guess you could say, is um, I've grown up, you know, I've been playing football since I was five years old. I've been able to learn from a lot of great coaches and great players and, you know, see how they play and just, you know, gather the knowledge of the game. And I think my favorite part in uh, – of my game is just know the knowledge of it and being able to understand it just as much as anybody else is. Right. I got you. And now, uh, now one more little, uh, non minutia question here, <laughs> your favorite and least favorite uniforms in the Southland. I, I have been, uh, noted, uh, as being a, just completely critical of, uh, Sam Houston States, uh, ter- uh terrible orange and blue, red, orange <laughs> getup that they have. And you don't have to be as critical as I have, but uh, your 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 favorite and least favorite, if you wouldn't mind. Um, I'd have to, I'm biased, so my favorite is of course ours. Right. Uh, I, I think sometimes our combinations are just as good as everybody else's, and um, I think I'd have to agree with you on the the least the least favorite <laughs> of Southland, uh, and that's Sam's. I just I you know I I look at Houston Baptists and how they have cleanly organize the blue and orange and i look at sam houston state who is a respected and, and pretty big fcs school uh, oh, yes, sir. And, and and the way that they have done that botch job it's it it, it hurts me uh to my very core now 
with that out of the way, I would like to ask you about your um your general optimism level for this upcoming season. There have been FCS programs that have already decided to uh, eliminate their out-of-conference games. Uh, I think the IVs are about to fall and almost not have a season. So your optimism level after seeing these developments and you hear the stuff about the second wave and, you know, football is a sport where it's it's almost impossible not to touch somebody in, in a whole game unless you're a kicker. So uh, <laughs> your, your general optimism level going into this season, uh, there being a season, if, if with, with there being a season. Yes, sir. You know, I'm still holding out hope. Of course, this is my last year. I have one more year. It's my senior year. So, you know, I want to be able to go out with a bang and be able to play with, you know, my brothers and my coaches one last time. But, you know, you also got to look at the safety reasons and the safety precautions of what could happen if we do play. And, um, you know, as I said, I, you know, I hope we, we can, but, you know, if, if it comes down to it, I'd rather make sure everybody else is safe and, you know, healthy and maybe push the season back or, you know, put it in spring, but I don't know. I still hold that hope. We don't cancel it. Now, Bailey, you, you it, it's, it's funny that you're talking about pushing the season back because in Texas, I'm not, I'm not so sure how, how cold it's going to get, uh, in a, in, a, in a February game, but after I played in Rhode Island for four years, I, I know for certain that if we were to be having our opening game in, say, uh, the week after Thanksgiving, I might be a little uh, tentative uh, to, to, to that possibility. And uh, if, if there is no season, we saw um, this last spring with the cancellation of pro days for FCS prospects, and I, I think that did definitely negatively impact their um, – draft stock, how they, um, how they were seen, and then these uh, scouts and, and teams in the NFL and even CFL were, were more willing to look at some of the, the higher blue-chip FBS programs. Now, as an FCS athlete, um, what, are your, what are your thoughts going into this um, uh, circumstance if there is no season? You know, if – if it comes down to it and the season's canceled, just like some of the uh, the spring sports, um, hopefully we'll be able to, you know, get that extra year, like a red shirt or something, be able right. to play our year that we missed. Um, but say that we weren't able to and that we're now we're just going to have to, we're done with our seat, our career. We're not going to be able to get a season back. You know, if there is pro days, if there's not, I'm just going to take advantage of any opportunity that I get, um, you know, make it go a hundred percent and, make sure that my name is out there and just try my hardest to, you know, do my best. Right. And then um, if we could take it one step farther, as an FCS athlete, uh, do you carry a, a chip on your shoulder uh, with this, uh, playing at this level, at the D1 AA level, and um, uh, compared to the uh, FBS level? And I know comparison is a thief of joy, but uh, one of the genesis, part of the genesis of, of the show that we do is to, to shine more of a light on, on, on the FCS football level. So do you carry that chip with you as well when you play and you see um, the, the contrast between the two levels of, of, of football? Oh, yes, sir, for sure. I mean, I believe – I'm a firm believer that the FCS um, division does not get the credit that it deserves. We have great competition. I mean, you look at guys, North Dakota State, South Dakota State, um, the James Madisons, this, the people in our conference, the uh, Nichols, Sam Houston's. I mean, we have great guys down here, great competitors, great teams. And I think there's some credit that we deserve. 
And I think there's a lot of guys in the FCS conference that are just as good as the FBS guys. I, I, I think so also. and I, I think it's important for FCS players to – because uh, we talked to Eric Davis, uh, I, I think you may have seen him growing up on NFL Network, and he he talked about how he came from Jacksonville State, and he talked about how when he got to that next level, he was uh, he would joke around with his teammates saying, "Oh, I'm making more money than you," and I, you went to Notre Dame or, or something like that. And that's obviously a circumstance where he goes on to the next level, but having that chip, um, is it? Do you believe that within the the FCS realm? that everyone has that kind of unspoken uh, ambition to prove the FBS schools uh, wrong or just to prove yourself right and say, Hey, I'm a good player. I can do this. And I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to show you. I think it's a little of both, to be honest. You know, some uh, FCS guys are like under recruited. They're not looked at as much as everybody else. So they're kind of out there, like you said, to prove, to prove the FBS schools that they missed out on them and also to prove to themselves that they're able to play. And like I've said before, I think a lot of these FCS guys were missed out by FBS teams, and I think a lot of them could hang or even start at FBS schools. I, I, I also uh, believe that. Thanks so much, Bailey, uh, for tuning in with us on this um, on this program. If you have any sentiments you want to share about uh, – uh, people staying safe, you can do that. If not, I can plug your Twitter again at BaileyZap04. You can give him a follow. Um, incidentally, this interview happened because you were uh, one of our fat stats of the week. I think you went off for like 450 yards and four touchdowns one week. And um, and I've been tracking you ever since. Uh, thanks so much for joining us um, on the program. Really appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Awesome. Uh, stay safe and uh, good luck to the season. Uh, Given it happens. Yes, sir. You too. Thank you for tuning in to this week's FCS football player interview for the quarterback position. That was Bailey Zappi, the starting quarterback for Houston Baptist. Next week, we're going to discuss the top running backs in the country. It is a very, very talented list. And also on Thursday, you'll get to hear from Justin Covington running back from Villanova University. Tremendous interview, so stick around for that next week. Be sure to follow all of us on social media at Joe DeLeon. You can follow Sean at Sanderson Radio and head to Believe Podcasts at Believe Podcasts on Twitter and Instagram. Also head to their website, Believe.com, spelled B-L-E-A-V.com. <laughs>